welcome to Thought Jar, a podcast run by high school students where guests share their unique perspectives on arts, education, society, and more. I'm your host, Jasmine, and today we have four guests here with us, and our topic is summer extracurriculars, a cross-section of high school and middle school summer life. Which sounds fancy, but isn't actually that fancy. So let's start with some introductions, starting with... Hello, my name is Titus, and I am in 11th grade. Thank you, Titus. Hi, my name is Andy, I'm in 8th grade. Um, I'm Alala, I'm also from 8th grade. Hello, my name is Esther, and I'm in 10th grade. Nice! So we have three grades here, um, and quite a range of activities, as we will soon see. So, so let's start this off one by one. Um, Titus, can you tell us what's your activity and just basically introduce about how long have you done it and what kind of activity? Is it work, volunteer, or hobbies? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I work at a... Over the summer, I work at a public library as a volunteer, um, like volunteer supported by the government. And uh, as part of a large group of volunteers. Um, and then I started it about a little bit earlier than the summer, so prior to the summer. Um, so uh, prior to the summer and over the course of summer, I would go there every once a week or twice a week, depending on the time that I have, which is, they allow you to go whenever you want. Um, <laughs> and about the actual time of the volunteer service is about three to four hours each time, but the time for transportation is about at least two hours, I would wow, say. Wow, so, quite a lot. And so what sort of things do you do at the library? <laughs> um, I, there's a lot of... Departments at the library, and then I work at the newspaper department. Wow. So it's where new newspapers come in every day, and they're where they store uh, newspapers over the last 10 years or 20 years, and where they store it in their cabinets. And I will be just collecting the newspapers and then making records, as well as doing documentation. This wow. Is wow. So professional. <laughs> cool. So, so what made you decide on pursuing this activity? How did you um, get wind of it? Uh, yeah, so it was prior to the summer, maybe a month before the summer. And I was thinking of like the ways I should make use of my summer, like engage in uh, a kind of job maybe, or... Uh, internship then I was uh, seeking advice from my parents and they asked me my hobby uh, mm-hmm. I was like not 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 I don't know any hobbies that like I know of or I'm really interested in so but maybe I'd be interested in doing work concerning books or like I thought like library would be like dealing with books but not newspapers. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my parents contacted a friend of theirs, and then who worked at who used to work at at the library, and then um, she, the lady just got me into contact with 
um, another uh, employee working at the library. Um, and that's where she got me registered for the volunteer thing. Yes. Okay, just to clarify, is this like a summer project or it's ongoing year long all the time? It's ongoing. I see. Yes. That's great. Thank you for sharing. I've never heard of such a unique volunteer. <laughs> and next we go to Andy. Andy, can you tell us what's your activity, what you did, how long were you doing it? My activity is go to the Honda school for uh, soccer training with all their professional players. Uh, they were all teenage, just like me. I go to for two weeks and it's like my hobby is to go there. So it lasted two weeks and you went every day in those two weeks? Yeah. Whoa, that's intensive. I live with them and train with them. <laughs> so just stay in the school for two weeks and not go to anywhere else. Football? Yeah. Soccer. Soccer. That sounds like a jail. <laughs> yeah, cool. And that is like the only soccer team I know because it's local to, to Guangzhou. You know, that's really cool. And and so how did you um, get hold of this chance? Um. I'm actually not going to Honda at the first because a coach I know he he had sent me in the WeChat. He told me that there's a chance to go to Major for another training, and I just uh, tell my mom and I ask her if I can go there, and she think uh, go to Major is not safe for me <laughs> because she think the. Uh, uh, the club cannot make the journey too safe because it's a new club, not uh, made up for long years. I see. Yeah. They have to prove for a few years that they don't lose the earth. Credibility, very important in choosing where to spend two weeks, you know, living, yeah. dining, yeah. training, very important. Uh, so. Okay, because this is really interesting, and I don't know anyone who did like summer camps with a soccer team. Can you just give us a quick rundown of what your day looks like? Maybe you know when you dine and what you do dine? in the afternoon. <laughs> dine, uh, not die. Uh, we uh, dine every day for two weeks straight. That would be couch. Yeah, and uh, so in in these two weeks, all the players are just prepared for a match. And usually they had the school study about like Chinese and math and English everything like that, and also with soccer training. But when I go there, they just prepare for a soccer match, so all their life is about soccer. <laughs> just wake up in the morning and eat the breakfast and go to training. Also in the afternoon. Wow. They were preparing for the Shengyunghui. All of oh. soccer-based life. So the training is also very tough because very hot the weather, mm -hmm. and a a lot of training. Very tired, but it feels really glad because I like the sport. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thanks for sharing. 
Um, I'd love to hear more about what you got from this experience later on. For now, let's move on to Amala. Can you tell us what's your activity? How long you spent? Well, it's just something. It's the first time I've been actually finishing something. Like I have started little comic stuffs when I was small, when I was like a few years ago, but they always like went for like two pages and then died. Oh. Yes, but this one, <laughs> I really liked the characters in it, so I did it two hours every week. Although I did spend other times thinking about it, but like basically, I just do two hours every week at uh. No, like one of those training things. Yeah, I was doing drawing training. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's just drawing a story. Oh, and it's not even a comic. I couldn't do that much. I just, it's like baby storybooks, but with more mature content, like dying a lot, and killing, and poison, and blood. And I wanted to do some intestines, but I decided no. Are you sure that's a baby, baby, baby drawing book? Those yeah. are very mature topics. Yeah. And were you like working on this on your own, or yeah, did you join the? There was a teacher, but she couldn't help me much because, like, she specializes in humans or something. I've not seen her draw a lot, so I actually kind of doubt her. But I, I did animals and furries, and so yeah, not what she teaches. <laughs> so she would just kind of like waft over and like go, mm-hmm, and then continue to the other person. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and yes. And so, how did you um, know of this? Well, this my family wanted to get me. Doing something during like breaks,、mm-hmm. yeah. So they signed me up for this, and it has helped somehow. But mostly, it helps because it gives me a time to be like concentrated without my siblings jumping around killing、oh, each other. That's really nice. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very pleasant. Nice. Thanks for sharing, and Esther. Last but not not least, your activity <laughs> duration. Fire away. Okay, so、um, I、um, was an English teacher at Sejo Cafe during the summer, and I started teaching from July fourth to July twenty fifth. Yeah, so that's so basically a month. Yeah, three weeks. weeks. About three weeks.、Um, Except for Sundays, yeah,、mm-hmm. um, and I work for every day six hours, one session in the morning, and wow, the other session in the afternoon and one session. Did you get paid a lot? Yeah, <laughs> sort of, sort of. <laughs> Can I come next time with you? <laughs> you mean as the student or as the teacher? As a teacher, of course. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, and、um, I taught children from a range of first grade to middle school.、Whoa. Yeah, and for first grade, first graders, I will teach them phonics. 
because they are from public schools. Ah. Yeah, and I will use language art. It's an AOP book Ooh. for grade one. Um, and as for the middle schoolers, I will use really wise to teach um, their vocabularies and their um, their understanding of the the, the, the narratives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's pretty intensive too. Almost as intensive as soccer every day. <laughs> But okay, so so how did you get into this job? Yeah, so my boss was <laughs> actually um, my TPS friend's mom. So she, um, she established yeah, the class. Yeah, she established an English academy. Um, we were friends together. Like, I think she came to the music festival last year. Unlawful friends. Yeah, and yeah, so she recom- recommended me to her mom. And her mom think I am reliable. And so she, she just asked my mom if I'm willing to join her. To the summer, um, summer, summer learning, summer Kenya sort of, and yeah, and I joined. I read. Nice. Thanks for sharing. I can already see a thread in when you guys shared. You know, <clears throat> opportunities come from parents. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I mean, you know, ask around, and actually, your parents know more than you think they do sometimes. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, now that we've got through the specifics, let's go down into some general questions. Okay, so to what type of person would you recommend your activity? Because we have lots of variety here. We have sports, teaching, newspapers, drawing. <laughs> what kind of person do you think would enjoy and be a good fit at your activity? For my job, I can say I would say. Serving at a library is more of a. Most of it is consisted of service, serving other people.、Um, there's this newspaper department because there's mostly elderly people who want to read newspapers and who come and they might sit the entire day, like just sit at、oh. sit at the uh, uh, aircon's room and、uh, stay there for an entire day. So what we do is we give them what they need. And as well as we store up the things that they might need, like there might be other people from different areas of work, employment, like lawyers. They might come and they might look for、uh, documents, like government documents from those、oh. previous,、uh, from newspapers of previous years.、Mm-hmm. So they might use those to base, like further work. And、wow. I would say to the type of person as a.、Um, Who would be interested in serving? Who would be interested in、um, getting in touch with different people? Government people? No, not really government <laughs> people, but more of people who have been in the library and who are doing those work for like several years, and then you need to learn from them how to do things, and they will assign you work. So those are the people you're getting in touch with, as well as those who are coming for the newspaper and the、uh, so. A person who is interested in getting in touch with other people,、mm-hmm. as well as、um, be in the position of service, of serving the, need, the needs of other people.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. That that's a, that sounds like a pretty good definition of volunteer work. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of curiosity, is、yes. proficiency in Cantonese helpful? 
is <laughs> definitely oh. helpful. Because, uh-huh. yes, a lot, of, a lot of elderly people, they speak Cantonese, but... Right. Yeah. <laughs> there are a number of people who don't speak Cantonese, but they can still do a lot. Right. So it's okay. Okay. Good to know. Yes. And on to Andy. What kind of person would enjoy two weeks? For my activity, I would recommend to to the person who really loves soccer and also to the person who has enough ability to play good enough with this kind of level player because they are really good. I'm like the worst of all. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose you do need already to know some soccer, yeah. such as me. I wouldn't last half a day. <laughs> okay, Amala. Okay, so, well, to anyone who has a story they want to tell, likes building worlds, likes having characters, and has the... can be persistent, not like me, I just do it and then I throw it away. So be persistent and, like, be able to keep on it, keep notes on it, like keep track of where the plot is heading and so like you don't spend too many pages on one small topic and also like so you can make sure you're going on the right way you're using the appropriate amount like you're not using too much space for one little event and you're not like just jumping through skipping through big events yeah so that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, just like that. Yes, yes. Uh, what I said. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically that's it. And also, of course, if you like to draw, you could do it comic style, storybook style. If you like to write just storybook without pictures, or you could work with a friend. Yes. It's really cool. Thank you. I think these are excellent and very detailed qualities. Yeah. Esther? Um, okay, so... I would like to recommend my work to those who really enjoy teaching and love spending time with their students. Um, some specific tips are always be kind and patient to your students, yeah, especially when they're lost and confused about your <laughs> teaching. Mm-hmm, and try to help them to maybe um, to understand quickly or like help, help them as much as you can. Yeah. Patience and Patience. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And the next question, what challenges did you meet in your in, in your work? I think you've mentioned a bit of these already, such as, you know, how tiring soccer can be, but tell us more. Challenges, hardships, obstacles. Uh, you just mentioned proficiency in Cantonese. I- think that is not necessary, but proficiency in reading Chinese is very important. Oh. <laughs> um, especially uh, reading handwriting. Oh no. Oh, no. Uh, like there's a lot of cursives, a lot of calligraphy. But um, like people write different in different ways and a lot of the, the work that I'm doing is documentation, which is turning what people write on paper into computer documents Ooh. and then you have to type them up so um, it really depends on the person writing 
uh, whether their handwriting is good or not. So, uh, but I think the basics is that you need to know at least know what they're writing about. So that is one challenge I faced. And that sounds difficult, Andy. I actually had a lot of challenges. Uh, first of all, I know no one in the school, so <laughs> yeah, and also the coach. I never met him before, and they had been teammates for many years, and I'm like a new person to join them. So to be getting know each other is a challenge for me, and also. I never left home for two weeks from my family, so also getting a little bit homesick. <laughs> yeah, that's a challenge. And the training is also very tough, uh, especially the weather is very hot. Oh, yeah. I just can't bear to to run in like what one or two hour under wow. the sun. <laughs> and also. The room we're living in is a little bit messy, <laughs> not as clean as at home. So yeah, that's another challenge. That is a lot. Yeah, physical yeah. and mental. Thank you for sharing. Challenges. Well, part of it was like mentally, you had to not give up, and also a big part of it for me was just. The drawing part, proportions, keeping a character's look constant—that was really hard, but also kind of fun. And also creating backgrounds, because like I just don't know nothing about geography. I can't do it. Yeah, so I had to look up pictures, and also because I didn't do that much of animals, and so I had to look up. Animal anatomy, and because my animal is kind of like a not real animal, it, so I had to make some changes. And yeah, basically that's it. Yeah, I would say probably lots of people drawing, even professional painters, artists face these challenges too. So I have two challenges. One is when your when your students are not paying attention. Oh yeah, and they keep talking and chatting and giggling, and you can't let them to shut up. <laughs> and the second、um, challenge is that、um, away from my family for a month, and but I'm、um, living in an unknown place. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Okay. So here is a question which I think is the most difficult one. Are you guys ready?、Mm-hmm. Even if you're not, here we go. Do you think it's important that extracurriculars align with your personal interests? And what's your like philosophy behind choosing activities?、Uh, yes, I think it is great if your extracurriculars can align with your personal interests.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what they said, there's a lot of Unknowns and there's a lot of difficulties, especially if like Andy and Esther mentioned, if you're going to be away from home for something that's not of your interest, wouldn't that be like awful? Yeah. Except, except yeah. like if you get a lot of money, that's, that's a different topic. <laughs> <Wait, laughs> what? What? Yes. Yes. Money. Um. But 
I would say it's <laughs> great if you can explore yourself、um, outside of school in the realms of your interests, especially getting in touch with possible careers, possible majors for the future.、Um, but also, I would say, despite what I just said, it's equally important to try new stuff、um, that is outside of your comfort zone. Um, like you don't feel very good at or very confident at, or at least unknown areas, unknown careers.、Um, I I think that would be pretty worth a worth a try to explore what you might be interested in. So that's another branch of the, the topic.、Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. I would say you asked the question. I think it is really important to. To do something you're interested in. If you don't like the job, it's it's very hard to persist, especially with sports. If like、uh, you call some girls go to play soccer thing, <laughs> just for someone who really love the topic to stay in it and persist. Also, for someone who like the job, it is also maybe some difficult. Tips for them to do the job, ah,、uh, because there is so many challenges from all kind of things. So, so I think interest is the most important thing. Right. So, what would you say to someone who is very interested in this thing but they think it's too difficult? Ah,、uh, maybe it's just up to them. To what they they want to do, if they want to stay at home during the summer break, maybe it's not good for them. But they want to do more stuff during their break and learn more and just do do more sports. That it may be a good topic, good chance for them. Yeah, sometimes the most easiest thing isn't always the best for you. That's really insightful. Thank you. Yeah. For me, I'm a lazy person. I hate everything that I don't like. <laughs> no, like not that, but like I refuse to do music, no instruments, because I refuse. And my parents have tried to make me do it. I don't. Yeah, and I think that's kind of personal, but also just if you're a person who wants to try new things, go try them and like fail or succeed. And like just like Titus over there said, you might find new job opportunities, and. Also, like maybe discover something that you thought you didn't like, but actually you like. Yes, but if you have something that you really like and you understand that you like, like Andy said, do it. Cause why not? And yeah, solid advice.、Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, thank you. It is definitely just everyone's else's. It's it's actually cool that we all have this common thread. You know, <laughs> pursue your passion and not just. Become a doctor because your parents want you. <laughs> Sorry, just yes, using a stereotype. Because you want to be able to determine if someone lives or dies. It's not usually <laughs> why people become doctors. You want to、okay. 
have other people's lives in your hands. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you. That was the hardest question, like I said. And there's actually one more, but but I want to give you guys this choice. So the question here is: What extracurriculars are you doing now? Um, you can answer this, or you can answer what extracurricular would you want to try. It can be something, something you just heard of, or something you heard here today, or the others shared. I am still doing drawing, like I have been for my whole life, but I want to try animation. Although Ooh. I, I think I'll just trash it. Also, yes, go trash it. I mean, go do it. Cool. <laughs> okay, so that's like an upgrade and continuation of what you're doing now. I like that. I'm still swimming and having my usual basketball class. Oh, and yeah, also the Dodger podcast. Yeah. And I joined um, our volunteer service team. I mean, I was a member last year. <laughs> so you continue doing? Yeah, continuing. Um, and I became official class photographer. Yeah, yeah, not just a sister anymore. Okay. Ever since late August, I've not been doing a lot of extracurriculars. But I think it it would be healthy to do some sports if time allows. I think very important extracurricular or not, it's something I should be doing. So far, just that. What kind of sports, if I may ask? Jogging. <laughs> well, jogging. Um, yeah. I would say just get the body like into <laughs> some kind of sports. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be very intense. Yeah. Just sure. get in the habit of that. Sure. Very important. Yeah. I should be doing that too. Andy. <laughs> I would like to try to do other kind of sports, such as. Um, basketball, tennis, American football. Oh, all kinds of things. American Five people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Cool. Well, thank you all very much. This has been most interesting, and and I hope I will see all of you. Some of you are new faces in other podcast episodes as well. Thank you for tuning in to Thought Jar. And keep tuning into Thought Jar. Goodbye. Goodbye.